It is my honor, my privilege this morning to bring to you the word of the Lord out of Leviticus chapter 6. We're going to read from verse 8 to verse 13. Leviticus chapter 6 from verse 8 to verse 13. And it says the following. Then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering. The burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning. And the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. In the morning, after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and linen undergarments, he must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and then put them beside the altar. Then he must take off these garments, change back into his regular clothes, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. He will then burn the fat of the peace offerings on it. Remember, this is what the Lord is saying, and this is what my emphasis is going to be this morning. Remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. May the Lord bless the exposition of his word this morning. And I want to start off with my title. My title this morning is simply put, Keep the Fire. Look at your neighbor, look at your friend, look at your family member and say to them, Keep the Fire. Because by way of introduction, I want to tell you this morning, Many times you would hear people say that the church was on fire. Or maybe they would say that person is really on fire for the Lord. Back in the BC days, now the BC days is before Corona. These declarations would mean that the presence of God was felt tangibly. And we would, could gauge how anointed someone was. Now in our new normal, day 52 of the national state of disaster and lockdown, it's become difficult to gauge who's on fire. It's become difficult to stay on fire. It's become difficult to keep the fire. The demands of the fire seem to weigh us down because we've placed emphasis. Emphasis on the fire has not been placed on who carries it. But emphasis on the fire before as a church, now that we are in this new normal, before emphasis of the fire was relegated to a place when we used to come together, when we used to fellowship together, when we used to meet together. Now that we are in lockdown and isolated and we don't have the fellowship like we used to, it has become difficult to gauge how the fire is kept alive in the lives of individual Christians. In a short synopsis, fire in the Bible is grouped together under three takeaways this morning that I want to give you. Three takeaways of the sermon in how the Bible groups fire together. Number one, the fire of God's revelation and His presence. This means that God reveals Himself 
to mankind through the element of fire. Go to Exodus chapter 3 and 2, Exodus chapter 24, 16 to 18, Judges chapter 6, 20 to 22, Daniel 3 to 23, and then Acts chapter 2 from verse 2 to verse 3. Every time God would reveal himself to us as mankind in the Bible, he would do so through the revelation of fire. Number two, the fire of purification and sanctification means our God is a refining fire. And he proves us and he tests us and he tests our faith through fire. Where do we find this? Exodus chapter 12 from verse 7 to 9. Leviticus chapter 1, 7 to 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 12 to 14. Then the third one I want to, be, to, to raise before you as a key takeaway, the fire of judgment. God judges the world and sin, wickedness and unrighteousness with fire. Look at Genesis 19 verse 24. Leviticus 10, 1 to 2, John 15, verse 6, and then Revelations 20, 14 to 16. Okay, so to remind you yet again, the three key takeaways, the fire of God's revelation and his presence, the fire of purification and sanctification, the fire of judgment, where God judges the world of sin, wickedness, and unrighteousness. But first of all, the question all of us must ask is this, what is this fire? The scripture tells us that what this fire is and is represented again, the presence of the almighty God. It was the presence of the almighty God, God himself that led Israel, God himself that came down from heaven when Elijah asked to defeat the prophets of Baal. It was God who defeated them. It wasn't the emotional moment of the day which created the fire of, for the disciples. It was the very presence of Christ. And there were others who experienced this fire. Jeremiah said, there is a fire in my bones and I have to speak the word of God. So what I want to tell you right now, as you are listening to the sermon, I pray that like Jeremiah, the fire from heaven will fall and you will decree and declare that I have fire in my bones and it directs me to speak the word of God. John the Baptist said that Jesus would baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. At Pentecost, in the book of Acts, we see the Holy Spirit come down with the tongues of fire. In the book of Revelation, John had a vision of the risen Lord Jesus. He spoke of his eyes being as that that were fiery. Those fiery eyes that can see into our souls and discern everything that is within us. The fire represents the judging presence of the almighty God. The fire represents God's presence among us. And I pray in your home right now that the fire will fall upon you and your family. We charge the atmosphere with the fire from the throne room of heaven to show up in his mighty presence in your home and to do according to his purpose and his plan in your home this morning. When you give your life to Christ, he places a fire within you. That fire brings you to grow, to become more and more like him. 
But sadly, again because of Corona, again because of the pandemic, again because of lockdown, for many, the fire has, be, has started to die down. Why? Because we think we need to be with people for the fire to burn at its heights. We think we need to be in fellowship with others for the fire to find us. We think we need to be with people in communion for the fire to be, to be flamed on the inside of us. My brothers and my sisters, this morning I'm here to announce to you that the fire of heaven, the Lord is calling us like he did in Leviticus when he spoke to Moses and he said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons, speak to the Levites, speak to the priests, that they must carry the fire. The fire needs to keep burning. The fire needs to be on, to be on in your life. You need to fan into flame the fire from heaven and know that God is calling you to keep the fire. Keep the fire in your home. Keep the fire in your testimony. Keep the fire with your family. Where you are right now, you don't need thousands of people. You don't need hundreds of people. You need the throne room of heaven to send the fire into your home. I want you to consider the next question. And the next question is simply this. Whose responsibility is it? To keep the fire burning in our hearts and in the church. Whose responsibility is it to keep the fire burning in your life? Here in Leviticus, it is clear. God speaks to Moses and he says, it is the priest's responsibility, according to verse 12. So, some of you may say, now that we are no longer in the tabernacle nor the temple, it must be the pastor's responsibility. It's a responsibility of the church staff. It's a responsibility of the deacons. It's a responsibility of the Sunday school teachers. It's the responsibility of the worship team, the music team, the singers to keep the fire burning. But let me say this, suddenly, due to the pandemic and due to the lockdown, you can't physically be touched by the pastor anymore. You can't physically be in the presence of Joe, mighty Joe and the choir and the worship team and the, and the music team, Bradley playing, uh, Jordan playing, Tsepo playing. You can't physically be in their presence anymore. So who is responsible to keep you going? Pastor Adrian can't come into your house anymore. Bishop can't come visit you anymore. Who is responsible to keep the fire from burning. The person that is responsible, according to Pope, to what Peter writes in 1 Peter 2 and verse 9, he says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. According to Peter, we are the priesthood of the believers. Therefore, every Christian, every mother, every father, you have become the priest. You have become the one that must keep the fire burning in your home. You have to keep it burning. You have to keep it going. Suddenly you've become Sunday school teachers. Suddenly you've become pastors. Suddenly you've become deacons. Because
because what the Lord has done, even through this pandemic, even through this lockdown, is taking us back to a place where the fire from heaven is upon us and is calling us to fan into flame and to keep it burning. He said in Leviticus, he says to us this, keep it burning and it must never go out. I pray for you right now that the fire will not go out in your home. The fire will keep burning in your home. That you will fan into flame your prayer life. Fan into flame your worship life. Fan into flame the fire that you found, yes, when we were together, but the fire that now burns in your home. That was the second question. When I asked the question, whose responsibility is it to carry the fire? It's mine, it's yours. It's our responsibility to carry the fire and to keep it burning. We have become the priesthood of believers. Third question I want to ask you is this. How do we keep the fire burning? How do we keep it burning in our lives? Number one, stoke the furnace of prayer. Yes, stoke the furnace of prayer. Oswald Chambers said, and I want you to listen to this beautiful quote. Oswald Chambers said this, Prayer is the vital breath of the Christian. Not the thing that makes us alive, but the evidence that we are alive. Prayer is the vital breath of the Christian. Not the thing that makes us alive, but the evidence, my brothers and my sisters, that we are alive. So number one, stoke the furnace of prayer. Number two, worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. Now worship must be found in our homes. Worship the Lord according to Psalms 96 from verse 9 to verse 10 in the New Living Translation. Worship the Lord in all of his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. Tell all the nations the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all people fairly. Worship the Lord in all of his splendor. Let all the world, let your neighbors know the Lord reigns because you are worshiping. Number three, be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Paul writes to the church at Thessalonica and he says in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 19, according to the NLT, do not stifle the Holy Spirit. What that means to us is do not quench the Holy Spirit. You are to be empowered with the Spirit of the Lord daily. How you keep the fire burning is knowing that you have the gift, you have the fruit, and you have the power of the Spirit in your life. So I'm saying to you, be empowered now. Let the fire from heaven come and the glory of the Lord come into your home and feel the power, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Start speaking in your heavenly tongue. Start speaking, decreeing and declaring right now that I am empowered and I will not quench the work of the Holy Spirit. I will not in any way or form stifle the presence of the Spirit in my life because when I do and I walk in the power and the empowerment of the Spirit, I know I'm keeping the fire burning. Number four, keep your heart healthy. Keep your heart healthy. 
According to Psalms 51 and 10, out of the New King James Version, King David writes, he says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Keep your heart healthy. That means keep your heart, your mind, your spirit on the things that are above. Keep your heart, your mind, your spirit pure. Don't let sin enter in. Don't let wickedness enter in. Don't let unrighteousness enter in. Keep it pure. Keep it clean before the Lord. And number five, spread the fire. Spread the fire according to Acts chapter 2, 1 and verse 4. Out of the message translation, it says, When the feast of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. My brothers and my sisters, let me say this to you right now. We are not together in one place. You are at your home. I may be at this moment here at church. You may be where you are are even at work you may be traveling and listening to us but let me say this it doesn't matter where we are the spirit of the Lord will find us and it says without warning there was a sound like a strong wind gale force no one could tell them where it was coming from it filled the whole building then like a wild fire the Holy Spirit spread how do we keep the fire burning we spread the fire we send it to to our family members we send it to those brothers and sisters that need the fire of God to warm them again that need the fire of God to keep them ablaze again spread the fire spread the fire how do we keep the fire burning? Number one, stoke the furnace of prayer. Number two, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Number three, be empowered by the Holy Spirit daily. Number four, keep your heart healthy. And number five, spread the fire. Finally, my last question when it comes to keeping the fire is this. How and why do we keep the fire burning? Why do we keep this fire burning? Let me give you three reasons. Firstly, because God the Father said so, and He knows best. He speaks to He speaks to uh, to Moses through uh, to Aaron, and He said, "Keep the fire burning. It must never go out." Because the fire represented again the revelation of God's presence. It represented his purification. It represented his judgment to the people of Israel. And he says this to us, keep the fire burning. Because the fire is an element that shows that I am with you. The fire is an element that shows that my presence has never left you. It will never leave you. It will never forsake you. It is the fire of heaven therefore my brothers and my sisters the Lord says to us why you must keep it burning because I'm instructing you I'm commanding you to do so it's been difficult I know in this time of lockdown to keep the fire burning it's been difficult we are not in church we are not together it's been tough it's not been easy but the Lord says keep the fire burning keep it in your home I'm not even touching this morning the part of the ceremonial clothing and the normal clothing that the priest had to wear I'm not even going into that that's a whole different sermon on its own but what the Bible is saying to us what the Lord is saying to us don't let the fire go out don't let your devotion die don't let your commitment die don't let your faithfulness die don't let the faith that you have 
Don't let it die down. Number two, the second reason we need to keep the fire burning is because there are still people living in darkness, looking for light. And we need to take the fire to them. The fire of his presence, the fire of his love and his mercy. You and I still have family. We still have friends. We still have colleagues that need the fire of heaven, that need the fire of God, his presence, his revelation, his purification, his judgment in their lives. There are still people that need the fire. And if we are people that keep the fire and carry the fire and never let it go out, others will know about the fire. The third reason why we must keep the fire burning. The final reason why, the most important reason why we need to keep the fire burning for those who will come behind us. We need to keep the fire burning for our children. We need to keep the fire burning for our young men and our young women. We need to keep the fire burning for the generations yet unborn. Because in the fire, if we keep it burning, there is a testimony. In the fire, if we keep it burning, we are sharing the legacy of faith. We are upholding the principles. We are upholding the doctrine. We are upholding the theology. We are upholding the Bible. We are upholding the things that God has called us to. When we keep the fire burning... When we keep it burning, we are saying to the next generation, follow me as I follow Christ. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. We are saying to the next generation, if you keep the fire burning, God, the Almighty, will never leave you. You will know his blessing. You will know his promise. It will manifest in your life. And God the Father will always be for you. He will never allow you to falter. He will never allow you to fail he will never allow you to go to ruin because when you keep the fire burning my brother and my sister those that come behind us they will find us faithful they will find us carrying the torch they will find us ablaze they will find us on fire for the Lord most high we must keep the fire keep the fire keep the fire therefore in conclusion let me say this to you. We need to drop to our knees and we need to say to the Lord Most High, Lord, flame up the fire in me. Make me the man or the woman of God that I need to be. Because when he speaks to us, now where we are isolated and alone, it is you and I that need to keep the fire burning. It is you and I that must stand firm in the faith. It is you and I that must declare that the fire from heaven is burning. It is alive. It is ablaze in me. And I am on fire for the Lord Most High. I pray for you right now, my brothers and my sisters. I want you to raise your hands where you are. And I want you to make a connection with heaven. I want you to know that fire is about to fall on you again. Fire is about to visit your house again. Fire is about to come upon your body and come upon your spirit. I pray right now for you in the name of Jesus the Almighty. I pray right now for you in the name of the Most High God that the fire from the throne room of heaven will come into your home, will set you alight and set 
set you ablaze that your faith again will be reignited your faith again will come and rise up on the inside of you that you will know the goodness the favor the mercies and the blessings of the Lord fire in your life right now fire upon you right now fire in your home right now fire in your worship fire in your prayer life fire upon your faith right now speak by faith right now and decree and declare that I am well I am alive I am ablaze the fire of heaven is upon me and I will keep the fire I will keep it it will never burn, run out. It will never burn out. I will keep to the ordinance. I will keep to the commands. I will keep to the instructions of the Lord Most High. I will keep the fire burning. I will be faithful to the fire of God. I will be faithful to the things of God. I will be dedicated. I will stand strong. I will stand by faith. I will speak by faith. I will live by faith. I will declare by faith that the fire of heaven is burning in my home. Father, I pray for your people. I speak over them now the blessing. I speak over them now favor. I speak over them now your protective grace and mercy. I pray that you will show up in their homes, show up in their lives, show up in their families. Father, I decree and declare that everything they ask of you, if it is in your will, if it is your purpose and your plan for them, let it manifest by fire. Let it manifest by grace let it manifest by mercy show up for your sons and daughters and father God I thank you that in their homes father I pray and decree and declare that this season of lockdown the season of isolation we will hold up the fire the fire of the Lord most high it will burn on the inside of us and we will be ablaze for you we thank you God that we can come together this morning and receive from you what you have destined for us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.